good Thursday evening. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Coming through, not solo, the boss BJ be joining momentarily. Uh, but coming through with a few things NFL related. I mean, we got daggone whiplash action happening in the NFL right now. Every time you turn around, it's something. But uh, we here with the Thursday night throwdown. And we got a lot to cover. I mean, a lot. We're not going to spend too much time on anything in particular. But uh, <laughs> we got to talk about this news. And before we do that, welcome the man that pays the bills, writes the checks. Make sure we stay fed and got all this nice stuff in the studio. The boss, BJ. Hey, good evening. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling amazing, brother. I'm feeling amazing. Um, my head is turning. I, I I can't keep turning my head the way it is with all this stuff going on in the NFL. But man, mm. it's a lot. It's a lot to process, man. It's very active. Um, like you said, we're gonna try to touch on everything. We're not gonna, uh, you know, we're trying to streamline and keep the the uh, podcast to under 30 minutes, 45 if possible, and then kind of go hand with the live. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we, that's what we're attempting to do here. But you know how we are. If you listen to us, we get long winning. We like to talk. So. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, speaking of live, took a little advice from the boss, BJ. I got some things to really go live about tomorrow night. And I, I got to get it off my chest. It's a discussion going on in the group right now. But um, it's got to be said. Some things have to be said. Not even going to lie about it. But uh, we'll talk about that before we go off air. Give you a little sneak peek. But um, let's, uh, let, let, let's, let's, let's throw this <laughs> down. First and foremost, Devontae Adams. What the hell was Green Bay thinking? Traded to... The Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, what was the compensation on that beat? Because I'm I'm trying to pull it all up and talk at the same time, and I'm just talking in circles. Um, I believe right now it is a 2022 first round pick and a 2022 second round pick, but they said it also might be a player, so I don't think it's finalized 100 percent yet. Uh, but yet Devontae Adams lands in Las Vegas five years, 141 and a quarter million dollar contract extension. Here's what's crazy. We talked about this off air and we talked about um, guys getting these contracts. We talked about Christian Kirk getting his contract and he hasn't had a thousand yard receiving season yet, but he got, what was it? Was it 72, 84 million? Devontae Adams has got over 100. We were talking about in regards to Terry McLaurin staying in D.C. Terry's going to need $100 million to stay in D.C. And it's it's going to be he, – he may not get Devontae Adams' money, but he's going to get $100 million. He might get $100 million on the nose. He might get $100 million in $1. But he damn sure going to get his money. You know, we, we've been talking back and forth before we got on the show and – you know, one of the things that's going to drive that price up is if Carson Wentz comes in here and shows off and, you know, Terry McLaurin is is who we think he is. And he's absolutely dominant. He has a quarterback that's consistent that can get him the ball and can make big league decisions. You know, I think as, as much as we love Taylor Heineke, I think that's one of the issues I don't I don't really question his arm strength. You know the decision making. And to his credit, like we were saying all last season, he's a rookie. So, you know, he played like a rookie, and you know he has a lot of heart, a lot of gut. But you know, heart and gut can only win you so many games in this league. Um, I think, unfortunately, for the Commanders, the future of Terry McLaurin rides if Carson the Carson Wentz. Uh, experiment is successful. If it's not successful and come contract time and it's like, you know, you spent the majority of your career losing, 
Uh, has McLaurin ever been to the playoffs? Mm, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, year before last. last yeah, so. year before last. Okay, he he went to the playoffs, so he got a he got a taste of it. But if you get to that market and you can, you know, you got teams on the verge of championships calling your name, it's 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 going to be hard not to answer that call. You know, because we've questioned a lot of players that went to losing teams for the money. You know, we, we always question, uh, you know, it's like, do you want to win or you want to get paid? And look, it's a business. You got to look out for your family and your future. Um, but, you know, some of the players later in their career, like, you know, we questioned Ryan Kerrigan. Um, you know, we questioned um, uh, who just went. I forgot where he went to. Uh, somebody just signed in Seattle. It's, you know, unless they know something we don't. Seattle doesn't have a quarterback. So if you think you won't get through San Francisco, the Rams, and the Cardinals, you're sadly mistaken. So, you know, it just kind of, you know, I know you got to mix the business in there, get your money, but at the same time, and we don't know what the market is for certain players, you know, who's calling them, who's not calling them. But, you know, if I'm at a certain point in my career, I want to win. You know, and, you know, if this opportunity presents itself, then I'm taking an opportunity. So we, we're going to have to see, man, it's a it's a scary situation to think about if you're a Commanders fan, Terry McLaurin walking. But, you know, they got to get something out of Carson Wentz. This is a really, really it's – a, it's a big roll of the dice. And you can you – can, it's easy to go back and say – you know, they pulled the trigger too quick because now Deshaun Watson's um, name is clear and he's available and the Atlanta Falcons are pushing back Matt Ryan's $7 million roster bonus to Tuesday to see if they can work something out to get Deshaun Watson and send Matt Ryan to Houston. So, you know, it, 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 a lot of dominoes are falling. And, you know, one thing I always say um, – you know, Buffalo, before they got Josh Allen, you know, the Washington Wizards, you know, teams like that, you have to build from within. You know, as we saw, Russell Wilson, I believe he declined his no-trade, uh, he exercised his no-trade clause for Washington. That's why I, I believe that deal fell through so quick because I believe Washington's trade package was better than Denver's. But Russ didn't want to come here and, one of the things he said, he wanted to go to a winning organization. So, um, you know, I sent you something also. And I know we got to talk free agency, so we're not going to go long on this. I sent you um, that clip on what Trent Williams has said happened to him here. And if you listen to that, I believe he was on the uh, I Am An Athlete podcast. If you listen to that, it's damning for the Washington franchise. So, um you know, they have a reputation that is very, very, very stained right now, and they have to build it back up. And unfortunately, when your rep reputation is stained, bad stadium, fans not coming to the game, you have to roll the dice on players like Carson Wentz because he needs a third chance. Um, didn't, to, didn't, didn't do horrible in Indianapolis, but didn't do great. Um so, you know, you roll the dice and you hope that he can get back to that 2016-2017 uh, season before he got injured and he was having an MVP campaign. The potential is there. So we just got to hope for the best, uh, especially if you're a Commanders fan, that that's enough leeway, that's enough grease on the axle to get Terry to say, hey, okay, I can see it. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're not going to be the – the body bag of the division, you know? So, yeah, a lot, a lot on that. We, we'll, we'll probably get into that more on um, our Commander's Late Show. But let's let's talk about some of this free agency, man, and, and the moves and what's going on, man. I know that um, I'll let you go first. Let's, let's start here in the nation's capital. Um, I know Washington lost a couple of pieces and gained a couple of pieces. I want you to kind of touch on that, and then we'll kind of go around the league and uh, talk. Well, <laughs> as far as losing pieces, um, Tim Settle 
goes to Buffalo. He signed his contract today, and I, I, I was a little, I was a little upset. And the thing is, when they said that Tim Settle was signing in Buffalo, the first thing I did is I, I sent a message to BJ, and I did my best crying. <laughs> Congratulations! Because I know he's a young bull that we need on that line. This is a young bull that had plenty of playing time last year, great in the rotation. He has starter capability, but when you have Allen, Payne, Sweat, Young, you know, it's kind of hard to usurp those guys. But another gentleman in the fold is one of my favorites, and that's Matt Ioannidis, who was cut yesterday. And I just, all I could say is why, bro? Why? Um, If you listen to this show, you understand how much I love Matt Ioannidis. And what he's able to do, I, I told BJ yesterday, I said, man, he got he gets so close to Dak Prescott twice a year. He should be Dak Prescott's uh, kid's godfather because they're so close. And I said, he might wind up in Buffalo, too, because our Knights can play the end. He could play the tackle. So you add him with those guys you already got. You got a, a pretty damn good formula. And he's pretty durable, pretty durable. So it's Tim Settle. Um, we almost lost J.D. McKissick. They freed up some money. He came back. Uh, special teams captain uh, DeShazer Everett was uh, released. Um, kind of figured that was coming with the legal trouble he does have. Uh, stemming from the car accident that claimed the, the life of his girlfriend. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, gone, was a pretty big contributor last season uh, with the loss of Logan Thomas. He's gone to New York. Brandon Sheriff whom I knew once the Wentz trade went through, we were not getting Brandon Sheriff back here in the nation's capital. It's no matter how much he said he wanted to stay, when they could not come together on terms for a contract, I knew he was not going to stay. I knew it was not going to happen. So that's that. Uh, he went to Jacksonville. Um, who else did we lose? Uh they re-signed Troy Apke. I, I, that was a head-scratcher. Let's just say that. They re re-signed Troy Apke. Um, signed Andrew Norwell from Carolina. Well, I know. Was he with Carolina first? He was with Carolina first. And then uh, he also was with the Jacksonville Jaguars last season. That's where he was at. So, Andrew Norwell, welcome to the, the DMV. Um, who else we got? Shoot. Uh, they were looking at guys, but they're freeing up money left and right. Quote unquote, Cam Sims should be back next year is what was said. I don't know if Cam is going to be back, but he should. But the receiver room is packed with a lot of talent with Dayami Brown, Antonio Gandy, Golden, Golden, Kelvin Harmon, Scary Terry, of course, Dax Milne, Curtis Samuel, if he can stay healthy. And, of course, the aforementioned Cam Sims. Um, rumor has Zach Ertz may actually be on the radar to come to D.C. He already he already re-upped in Arizona. He's not coming no, going nowhere. Oh, I didn't see that. I've been waiting to see what he was going to do. Okay. Yeah, huh. he, already, he already re-upped now. Let me, um, let me go to the Cardinals and make sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on. Of course. It, it, look, it don't want to work when you want it to. Three-year. He signed a three-year, thirty-one million dollar contract extension. That's the Cardinal. I, I I don't know if I can give him three, thirty-one million dollars for fifty-three you know, catches. Yeah, for the amount of time he misses. And I wanted to get to that before we go too deep and start going around the league. It's just like, you know, I know, you know, Commanders fans, you know, probably wanted to keep Brandon sure, but you have to ask yourself from a business standpoint. Do we have somebody else in here that we can, that we have faith in that can play 17 games? Because Brandon Sheriff hasn't done it since 2016. Now, the, the talent is undeniable. You know, um, top three guard in the league, one, you know, prior all across the board at his position. And, but it's, not playing the games always hurt. So 
you know, if I'm the hometown team, like I want to give you your money, but not at the rate I could pay somebody that can play that has more better durability. You know, if you're the best guard in the league and you're not playing and that, it's kind of like it's a mood point. You're not on the field. You're not helping. And I think they got enough of the other guards on the team to be like, yeah, we're comfortable with letting him walk because they also cut Eric Flowers. So, you know, um, you know, some moves made. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a business, ladies and gentlemen. You got to – I know, you know, the big guys are attached to, uh, you know, the burgundy and gold, um, you know. But you got to ask yourself – keeping these players that can't stay on the field is a big – like, kudos to Jacksonville for paying him, but I would bet the under that he doesn't play 17 games, 16 games, 15 Here, games. <laughs> Here's the thing. I get everything you're saying. You're absolutely positively correct. Now, I they saw something in – Flowers to let him go. But looking at the offensive line, you have Wes Schweitzer, Chase Rouye. Now you have Andrew Norwell, Leno on one side, Cosme on the other, Sadiq Charles. You got guys. You got bodies. Tyler Lawson, Larson. You got bodies. You have bodies. But I think this opens the door for Wes Schweitzer with Sheriff and Sheriff Ann Flowers going. This opens the door for Schweitzer, who led the lead in win shares per run block last season. Let's just let's get that right. Led the league in win shares per run block. Yes, that's a stat. That is a stat. If you want it, I got it. I, I actually have the stat. And it surprised the hell out of me that they actually keep that stat, but. Hey, they do what they do. Um, top 10 offensive guard run block win rate. And Wes Schweitzer was number one at 88%. Andrew Norwell was two at 82%. Now, both of those guys playing will be playing guard for the Burgundy and Gold. Brandon Sheriff was three at 79%. Eric Flowers was tied for sixth at 75%. So you got four guys that were in the building at one time, not under contract, that were in the top 10 in run block rate. That's saying something. Now you have the top two guys from the last season in the same offensive line room. I'm just saying. I'm saying that that, that says a lot. You know, I'm not mad at Noel pickup. I'm not mad at that at all. But uh, we got to move on from Brandon Sheriff because of he's gone. He's gone to Jacksonville. There's nothing we can do. I mean, happy trails. I wish him nothing but the best. And with that being said, let's move on. Let's let's dance around the league. We'll, we'll stop in Buffalo. Von Miller to the Bills, six years, 120. Now, I think everybody looked at the Rams and all the chips in, and they won, a, they won the Super Bowl. And I think if you're a team like Buffalo, like Tennessee, like San Francisco, like um, – I can't think of the other team right now. Um, Chargers. It's, 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 you put the chips on the table and you bet on yourself because – I kept saying the last two years, Buffalo needs an elite pass rusher to get out of that conference. That's the only way they're going to get out of that conference. Because when you can dance around with Miami, the Jets, the Patriots, they're not going to be there when it's division time, divisional playoffs and AFC championship. You got to go through Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, um, Lamar Jackson, um, possibly Deshaun Watson, where he lands at. Tua is a very, very good. And I, and I said dance with the Dolphins. I feel, I feel like, you know, Buffalo can beat the Dolphins. But when you get to these elite quarterbacks, and we saw it 
in a division around with Buffalo and you letting Patrick Mahomes just stand there and dance around or the people that's chasing him don't have enough gas and have enough athletic ability to get to him, that's your weak point. They addressed their weak point. Uh, the big guy, KG, just touched on Tim Settle. Um, I believe his name is Daquan Jones from uh, Carolina, another defensive tackle. They're making some moves. And Brandon Bean, the Buffalo Bills started out, I believe free agency it was like 4 or $5 million worth of cap space. They have $17 million right now. Just looked on, um, let me give you the site, Sport Track. Sport Track. 17, they're ninth. They were last, not last, because if you look on Sports Track and look at the salary cap, New Orleans, sorry, Lady C, is dead last with negative $93 million cap space. I don't know how that happens. It's probably a lot of, probably 50% of that is Drew Brees. They have to eat for him retiring. I'm not sure how that works. But Buffalo is putting the chips on the table. And I think they know that it's time to go win a Super Bowl. Now, got to address some other needs, but I'm happy to see that. And, oh, before we move on to the next team, you look at that six-year, $120 million contract, and you're like, man, that's a big deal. But it's really not because 51 of it, 51 and a half, I believe, is guaranteed. 48 is a signing bonus. So half of that money is up front. And the other's broken out into six years. That helps the salary cap. That's a big number to get. That's a $48 million paycheck right in your hands right now. You ain't stepped on the field. You ain't put a Buffalo jersey on. I don't think you can beat that with a stick. Brandon Bean, if, if Buffalo can make that jump this year, you got a Super Bowl caliber pass rusher now. Von Miller was instrumental in – the Broncos winning the chip when they played the Panthers. And he did help uh, uh, out, you know, with the Rams. Aaron Donald was that beast. It, it's hard, <laughs> KG, it's hard when you say Von Miller wasn't the reason it was Aaron Donald. Yeah. Because that, that, that tells you how, how good Aaron Donald is. But Buffalo made that move. I'm happy right now. As a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm happy. So... Um, they have a lot of money left. They have a loaded AFC. Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. We talked about on this show, when, um, and I know Delonte was happy. We talked about on this show when Russell Wilson went to Denver. And we both said, I know, I know he's, I know, because you get a, you get a, a, a quarterback, you know, and you, you feel like you have a chance. But with the Chargers, before they got, Khalil Mack, before they signed, uh, I think the Raiders signed Chandler Jones. Is Raiders signed Chandler Jones? I think he went to the Raiders. They are loaded. Denver could end up finishing last. Because now you got the, the Oakland pass rush. You got the Chargers pass rush. And Kansas City, you know, kind of they they are what they are. They're definitely not when you when you talk about pass rush. It's part number one is part of the Chargers, two of the Raiders. Um, the Broncos might not get out of the division at all. That might be the last place finish. So be careful what you say when you want you say you want to go to a winning organization because as a quarterback in the NFL, that falls on you. The right quarterback can go to the right organization and make them a winner. So, KG, that's that's going to be a very, very interesting conference. And I think the Chargers might have the tools to dethrone the Chiefs out of that division as division champs. All right, don't, you know, it, it, it's going to be very interesting. Indeed it is. Now, to jump back to something you said about New Orleans, New Orleans got themselves under the cap. They were $80 million. They had to shed $80 million in cap space to get in the league's $208.2 million figure. So what they did is they restructured the contracts of Michael Thomas, Ryan Ramschek. Yep. Huh? You, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it now. They just, they were not negative $93 million. 
Kansas City is last now negative 16 million. They are under a cap. New Orleans has 15 million in cap space. Yes. And you know how they did it? And oh. you said something earlier. You said, you know, Brandon Bean might get executive of the year. If New Orleans puts together a winning team, and I'm just I'm not even saying winning the Super Bowl. I'm saying if they go uh 10 and 7 and they come out of the South as champions. You know, and just make the playoffs. Mickey Loomis is gonna get it. You shed eighty million dollars in a month to get less than a month to get under the cap and give yourself fifteen million dollars. And you know how he did it? He didn't have to release one guy. Restructuring contracts, converting uh, fourteen million dollars into uh, signing bonuses, and so it's more guaranteed money. Doesn't account against the cap. We don't have to have this. Man, that is some technical stuff. And I this is you anybody that knows me, the offseason is my favorite time of the year in NBA, NFL, uh, MLB, because I love to see how contracts are structured. And when you have guys that are making a lot of money, you know, you look and say, Yeah, they want to keep him, they're gonna have to restructure. But if he refuses to be restructured, they're gonna have to let him go. Like down in Dallas, uh Collins got let go. Because of his contract. I don't know if they tried to restructure, but you just let one of the best offensive linemen walk. Because you didn't put in the money, the time to restructure that money to keep your line together. That right there, being a GM and being that damn good to restructure contracts to shed 80, 90 million dollars. Man, that is that is genius work. I'm, I got to applaud Mickey Loomis on that one. I'm here, brother. I'm I'm just I'm going through the cap to see if it was updated to see if Von Miller popped up on both. He's on here, but he, they don't have his number yet for the cap. So but yeah, I mean I say this all the time. If you go back to the episodes when John Wall was still a wizard, I said anything is possible. If you got the right capologist. The right numbers person can make numbers work. You might have to get another team involved. You might have to, you know, do a scratch. And I think the the Amari Cooper to Cleveland was a scratch scratch my back deal. You owe me one because Cleveland had the money to absorb Amari Cooper's contract. That's just you get things like that. Hey, you owe me one. I need to get you know this out of here. You know. But a lot of moving and shaking. I love it. And we, we, we're not even at the draft yet. It's crazy you say that about moving and shaking. Because speaking of Cleveland, Cleveland was entertaining, trying to entertain offers for Deshaun Watson. Of course, you know, you can't keep that type of thing under wraps. Baker Mayfield heard it. Then they was like, well, we can't get him. Okay. You still there, big guy? Oh, shoot. I'm talking. I'm God. I got defeated by the mute button. Oh, my God. I was on a whole diatribe. Speaking of moving and shaking, the Cleveland Browns were trying to angle themselves to get Deshaun Watson. They couldn't get Deshaun Watson. Of course, it it got out. Uh, Baker Mayfield caught wind of it. Of course, it was public knowledge. They didn't get Deshaun Watson. Okay, Baker, this is still your team. Baker said, I don't want this damn job. Trade me. Now, Cleveland is about to put themselves behind because they're not going to have a quarterback. And Baker did fall off last year, battling the shoulder injury, but he still played. He fell off. He needs to ascend the ranks to be considered nearly elite to resurrect himself. And I think where he can do that at, if he wants to get traded, I don't know if Big Jim going to like this, but trade him to Pittsburgh. I know Junie would, because Junie likes Baker. Trading to Pittsburgh. He would flourish in Pittsburgh. But now Pittsburgh has to figure out who's going to write the ship because not only are you would you lose Baker, you're already going to lose Juice Landry, which is your you're supposed to be your number one guy. You know, you were supposed to put the LSU connection back together with OBJ and, and Landry, and it didn't work. 
What you mean might lose? They already cut him. Oh, so they did cut him. Yeah. I thought they said he could seek a trade. I didn't know they officially cut him. I think as soon as they got Amari Cooper, they said he could um, – I'm going to double check. They said he could um, seek a trade, and they cut him. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's a free agent. Mm. And then they 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 re-upped uh, Hooper too. So you got a tight end, you got a receiver. I'm not sure what other receiver they have out there. Wouldn't doubt if they wouldn't uh, draft a receiver, a playmaker. But here's my thing: you do all of that, and you have nobody to throw them the ball. It's like a Thanos thing. What did it cost you? Everything. You got nothing in return. You know, that's just, that's typical Cleveland. Let's just say that. That's typical Cleveland. You know, we talked about Baker a little bit. I know this, you know, we all touch on a couple more free agency moves and stuff, but this would be the prime time for Baker to pull his big boy pants up and take going there and be like, I got to write this ship. Cleveland drafted me and believed in me to go out here and put a winner on the field, and I haven't done that. You got to be honest with yourself. He's underperformed. He's underperformed, you know, um, from missing wide open receivers to just, you know, it not clicking on the field. And then when it it clicks for Baker, the, the Browns are scoring 30, 40 points. But it's not clicking often enough. So this will be the time. You know what? I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do everything I can. I, you know, I make a call to a, a quarterback to work on some stuff, go over some film. What am I missing? This is that time not to be like, oh, I don't want to play with you no more. This team reached out, drafted you, had faith in you to come in and turn their franchise around, and you haven't done that. And they've had the opportunity. It's not like, Baltimore has been a powerhouse. They've been really good, but you can't say powerhouse because powerhouses go to AFC championships, Super Bowls. That's that's power. Kansas City's a powerhouse. So Cincinnati has a chance to be a powerhouse. Like they're not even – even with the struggles Pittsburgh has, they're, they're last in that division. You know, and if Tr- Mitchell Trubisky can – rejuvenate his career in Pittsburgh. You're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers being right back to kicking the Cleveland Browns' asses. <laughs> that is absolutely true. So, you know, it, it's it's a lot going on. And then, you, like I said, right now, Cincinnati's the cream of the crop in that division. You know, we, we, we always go through East Division, who's the cream of the crop. Cincinnati's the cream of the crop in that division. Lamar is a Lamar is a great quarterback. He's, he has to prove he can win when it counts. That's that's what Lamar has to do. Joe Burrow has proven that, and and you know his his season back off injury. Uh, Baker had, definitely has it, and Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh retools. They might be off for a year or two. They retool, and you know we'll we'll see where they are depending on you know, like I said, it depends on that quarterback play. So. Um, what else we need to – who else we need to talk about? I know we're missing a few signings. Oh, yeah, of course we are. Um, Fletcher Cox released earlier uh, by the Philadelphia Eagles. We talked about that off air. Yep. It just You know, just talked about him as a whole. And, I mean, of course, would he fit in Buffalo? Of course. Buffalo shows up that front seven. Man, we talking a totally different team. Especially if you're getting pressure. Um, Allen Robinson signs with the Rams. Yep, I was just about to say that. So now the Rams trot out Cooper Cup. Um, Allen Robinson. I forgot the other kid name. And Robert then, Woods. If Robert Woods is coming back, it's a no. It's another kid that they have on the roster now. Um, and then you know if Odell comes back. So and they say they're trying to get him back too. Now remember Robert Woods, he um he tore his ACL when OBJ came, like the yeah. week that OBJ came, and I was like, wow, that just ah that just don't sit right. I mean, it hurts, it hurts. Like that was supposed to be your one, two, three, 
And I, I had said it when it happened. I said, OBJ is going to be third fiddle on that team. Uh, you got – you talking about Van Jefferson? Yeah, Van Jefferson. There you go. Okay. Um, so, the Titans releasing Julio Jones. Uh, let me ask you this, speaking of Julio Jones. Do you think Julio Jones, uh, for lack of a better term, is washed? Um, I don't – I don't think he's washed. I just don't think you're going to uh, – I don't think people have realized how long Julio been in the league. So I don't think he's washed, but he has to go to a team where he's not expected to do Julio Atlanta things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he has to go to a team with realistic expectations like I can be, you know, the third receiver. I can – you know, I can come in on three and four wide receiver sets. You – you tried out Julio Jones. That's a whole different monster, you know, not playing full time. I don't think that's him anymore, you know, because he was very pedestrian in Tennessee. He had a real lucky catch against Buffalo when Buffalo played him. But for the most part, he was very quiet. So I think he needs to go to a team where they don't need him to be Julio Jones, if you understand what I'm saying. You just and need him to show up it, and yeah, just play. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. once you can, if he can, if he can get himself together in shape, you know, I'm not saying he's not, but just take this season, really get his body together, and then come out there and blow the doors off or something, you know. Then of course that's a plus. But you know, if you can get him to a team where they already got maybe two established receivers, kind of like what what the Rams are trotting out, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's a three wide receiver set all day. That's that's digging into your depth chart because it's like if I bring out Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and possibly Odell Beckham, you show me four cornerbacks on your roster that's going to stay with that. Good luck. Yeah, you need four. You need four. If you got a good defensive coach, you won't have them chasing them around the field. You'll be in some type of zone because you just not, you know, Cooper Cup. You already got to deal with Cooper Cup. Um. Then Odell, when he wants to play, you know, he's a really good route runner. We know what Allen Robinson can do, you know. So that's that's definitely going to be a uh, a um, you know, something to watch. But um, I'm True. looking, I'm looking on the list. So you know, we talked about Amari Cooper going to the Browns. Uh, you know, right now it's up in there who's going to throw him the ball. Uh, we talked about Khalil Mack getting traded to the Chargers, so they have both on one side. And Khalil Mack coming on the other side. Good luck, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Good luck, Derek Carr. Good luck, Justin Herbert. I mean, not Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. Good luck with that. Because that, that is a mess. Because now it's dangerous when you can't double-team the go-to guy, and that's Bosa. Now you have to deal with Mack coming off the other end. He, they're going to eat people alive, man. You're going to have to make sure – one, you got a well-coached offensive line, and you got some dogs on that offensive line that can handle one-on-one. Um, just looking through the list, Yannick Ngakwe got traded to Indianapolis. That's somebody I was hoping Buffalo could land. Very good pass rusher. Uh, you t- you touched on DeShazer Everett getting released. Um just looking at Landon Collins, of course, was released. Um, the uh, Raiders released Carl Nas- Nasib. Yeah, Carl Nasib. And, that, and you know what? Speaking of which, let me stop you right there. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but would you want him as part of your defensive line rotation because of the motor that cat got on him? Yeah, and that's 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 something you have to like to keep in mind. Guys that never stop working. You know, um it was a uh I can't remember the guy's name. I don't know why he slips my my tongue right now, but I think he signed with the Vikings from Buffalo. He's one of those guys too that motor never stops. And you you can't teach that. Yeah, like he he you know, somebody like I said you're not going to have a Von Mill on each side. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Chargers, that's different. You know, if you can get get that type of pass rush. So, you know, yeah, I would love a guy like that 
uh, on my team. Um, quiet signing. Remember the name Brashad Perryman? Yeah, can't catch. Stone hands. But speed out the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Signed with Tampa Bay. Seriously? Yes, sir. Mm. Tampa Bay also signed their number – well, I can't say he's their number one, but they signed God, went back too. Mm-hmm. They signed God, went back. But that's a little sneaky under – because if Tampa Bay can stretch the field, with Tom, Tom's still rocking that deep ball, if Perryman can get on track it, – it's a different type of uh, pressure when it, it, this team is expected to win, you know, where you can't go out there and just piss off and take plays off. You know, you, you, you gotta, you know, put your, put the pedal to the metal every play or you're going to get dug into It's a, it's a different type of pressure. So we'll see how he does down there or, you know, it, you know, if he makes the roster. So, but, um, Five minutes ago, Adam Schefter reported this. He says, uh, Carolina has been informed it is out of the Deshaun Watson, uh, out on Deshaun Watson per source. They're out of it, yeah. Then he's not going to Carolina, yeah. I don't blame him. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing there for him, no, no. But everybody's running to Jacksonville. But hold, let me this one right here, this one right here blew me away. Randy Gregory, and I love it because it's the Cowboys. Randy Gregory was getting ready to sign with the Cowboys, and he did an about face and went and signed with Denver. I love that shit right there. Yeah, and that's somebody else, you know, I was looking at for Buffalo. Um, you know, like I said, pass rusher galore. You know, you need a um, – I did not know that uh, Chase Winovich got traded from New England to Cleveland. I did not know that. I don't know where I was. Hmm. I thought that was uh, now nah, you get them Patriot players that fit that mold. I thought Chase one mm-hmm. of them was definitely one of those players. So did not know that. I know my oh Miles Jack signed with Pittsburgh, right? Right. Miles Jack signed with Pittsburgh. Um, I'm trying to make sure we didn't miss a big one. Um, oh, we did. Terod Taylor signs with the oh New York Giants. God, I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and keep scrolling down this thing, man. And see if, uh... Oh, good old Terod. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, J.C. Jackson, the, the lockdown corner from the Patriots. Yeah, he gone Side to L.A. It. He gone to, to the Chargers. So the Chargers, bro, the Chargers. Ugh, the Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers. Yeah, Let me ask I, you a question. Talk to me. Who, outside of the Chargers making big moves, who's been more active to your liking? If you got to choose between the Chargers, the Jaguars, and uh, I, I possibly say your Bills because y'all have made some really and the, and the Raiders, who's made the most I, impact? I gotta go Chargers because we already know what they can do offensively, and that's and that's what I said about Buffalo. You don't really need anything offensively. Of course, you're gonna lose guys, and you gotta kind of replace that production, try to get better every all the time, every time. You can get better, you get better. It's the business side of it. Um, defensively is where it's hurting at, and for the Chargers, it was defensively. So you go get a lockdown corner. You already got one of the best pass rushers in the league, and you add another – like you had two top ten pass rushers on the league. Wherever you put those guys at in the top ten, they're top ten. Buffalo got a top 10 pass rusher now. The Raiders got a top 10 pass rusher. You know? Um, so, yeah. I, I was – right now, for me, it's a trouble. I can agree with that. I mean, now, hold on. Let me let me say this. The Jaguars are making signings, but not all of them are splash signings. They're making signings, getting guys that are – pretty good but we'll see how they end up in jacksonville under doug peterson whom i do not agree with being a quote-unquote all-time coach because he really can't do it without frank wright but that's just my opinion but uh they're doing all them signers that go six and (laughs) eleven that's 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 i mean that's that's what it is because you know Trevor Lawrence was really bad last year. And I know Urban Meyer is a really bad coach. He proved that. He, I, I hope not to see him ever again. 
in the college ranks either because you can't go to some kid's house and say, and the, the first time I asked him, what the hell happened to you in Jacksonville? Like, you want me to send my kid with you? You kicking people and talking down to your own staff? Absolutely not. But a lot of signings, a lot of talent, a lot of, you know, money spent because I think they were near the top as far as salary cap and they fall into the bottom, you know, rightfully so. They sign a lot of pieces. But we know we've seen it here and we've seen it a couple other places. You just can't sign pieces in the NFL and sure think indeed. they're going to mesh together in jail. This, is, this isn't this is five guys on the court. This is 11 guys that got a jail on each unit. So, you know, you know, I, I, I still don't see them. Who's in their division? Houston, Tennessee, they're not getting out of that division. No. Yeah, that Tennessee is and who 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 else is in Indianapolis? Indianapolis, yeah. Houston, yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee is Indianapolis, still, yeah. Tennessee's still head over heels, the number one team in that division. You know, unless they, you know, <laughs> trade somebody or get rid of somebody. You know, I bro, this is gonna be a lightning next couple of days to see where these domino pieces fall, because there's still still a lot of players out there that need home. So Well, let me let me Throw this at you. Uh, speaking on your Buffalo Bills, um, Isaiah McKenzie, he signed a two-year extension with the Bills. Um, Stephon, he said Stephon Diggs said uh, after he signed this deal, send me two hundred. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But uh, is that a good signing for you as oh, a Bills absolutely. fan? Absolutely. Uh, he's a speedster. Um, you know he. They start doing little things for him on offense. I really think that they have to, you know, increase his his touches um, to open that offense completely up. You know, we saw what Dave, Gabriel Davis could do. He he lit up the division around and the Chiefs for four touchdowns. So he's he's going to command attention now. That should open up the offense. You got Singletary back there. Um, supposed to have J.D. McKissick, but he reneged, and that's cool. You know, that's cool. Um, he would have been a very, very, very nice addition. But, um, you know, go back to plan B, Brandon B. Brandon Bean is one of those GMs. He always got plan B, C, and D in, in place. So, um, yeah, um, I'm very happy with I, – I I, I've been saying for the last couple of years, they went and got Emmanuel Sanders. I hated that signing. And they started him over Gabe Davis. You know, over McKenzie, over Beasley. You know, you have what you have. You know, you of course, like I said, add to it. But just imagine if Gabriel Davis had got the number two slot out the break. You know, now he he's commanded it after that after that divisional game. But you got, I think, Diggs, Davis, and McKenzie. You know kind of a Devo Samuel type thing where you do some bubble screens, some in and around, put him in the backfield. He has lightning speed. You got to take advantage of that. You got to put him on the field and you got to make defenses aware of him to make, make sure that they have him in a, in his sights. It's going to open. And then you still got Josh Allen running downhill at you. So yeah, as, as a Buffalo fan, I love that signing. Good. Cause I, I like to do, I like y'all receiving cool anyway. I do. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, as we said before, out of Des- Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, New Orleans and the Atlanta Falcons are the two potential landing spots, according to NFL on Fox on Facebook and Adam Schefter. Uh, Lady C would be really, really happy to have Deshaun, and I think Michael Thomas would come back and play with him. Atlanta would be happy to have him with uh, what's the um Kyle Pitts. That dude's a beast. You can put him anywhere. But speaking of quarterbacks, before we get out of here, tomorrow, Instagram Live, don't know what time yet, just look out, social media, time will come up, and I'm going to jump on Instagram Live. Hopefully the boss, BJ, will be free enough to join me. Um, Colin Kaepernick, working out yet again in this offseason, and I said it in a reel. Um, it's on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh shoot i might even put it on twitter if i could if i did but it's at least eight teams that have quarterback problems that he can help and he's better than those eight teams quarterbacks that they have on their roster 
Not to mention, it's quite a few other teams that he is better than their quarterbacks that they have. His phone should be ringing off the hook by this time next week. Um, just saying. Maybe I'm not saying, you know, $100 million deal and $17 million. I mean, veteran minimum. Bring him in, see what he got. Yeah, it's been a six-year layoff, but we're going to talk about that in depth. No holes barred, no punches pulled on tomorrow instagram live so please join us for that um but in, after that that's all we got for tonight uh boss you got anything to ride us up out of here no nah, man no, nothing that you know try to get through those nfl free agency and trades and stuff and uh we definitely gonna have to come on for another show because it's not over i think it's gonna be some more moving and shaking and teams trying to you know pony up and figure out what they can do especially teams that are in position to make that next leap in the playoffs and try to get that chip. I think the Rams laid out that blueprint, like, you know, <laughs> giving up all your picks and stuff. Is it worth winning a Super Bowl? I think it is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you tell me Buffalo had to give up two first-round picks or they give up a first next year, they move up and get Jordan Davis from Georgia, I'm with that. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be back on, so just stay tuned. Yes, and remember – the future is now, quoting George Allen. Uh, but enjoy March Madness until we come back because we got a lot of that. Um, I'm going to go enjoy some of these games tonight and tomorrow. Uh, that's all we have for tonight. And we did it. We kept it under an hour. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.